and welcome to another episode of Thoughts, Feels, and Conversation. My name is Bui Bilowaka Kekana. And I am Dumelin Tikobe. Yes. Okay, so guys, we actually are celebrating Itu's latest achievement today. <laughs> Before we get into anything that is typical TFC, we're celebrating an achievement um, on Itu's behalf. Itu, tell us about your achievement, sis. I did pass. <laughs> she passed. passed. Yes. I passed my exam. Yes. You, did, you passed your entire qualification. I am done. <laughs> my entire qualification. She's a I'm done with Sima. Yes. Done. An entire yes. qualified girl. Hey. So when people address you, they must address you correct. Always. Hey. Correct. Correct. Please. Address her correct. I just wanted to come on here to say my friend is is qualified as a chartered management accountant so you must address her correct that's that on that (laughs) in typical tfc style um itu why don't you tell us what's going on in your life in your head in your mind in your heart what you're thinking about and all those other great things the only thing on my mind today is the fact that Adele has released a new song. Please, mm. I am a diehard Adele fan since 19. I know every song on every album, word for word, and I'm excited for 30, which is coming out on the 19th of November, which is the next album. But today, she released a single, Easy On Me, and it's perfect. It's <laughs> absolute perfection. <laughs> It's your passion for me, child. Like <laughs> no, when it comes to Adele, there are few like you know there are few celebrities that I, I really will... didn't know this about you. The last time on I think on the previous um, episode you were speaking about someone who you had posters up of. That wasn't Adele. Who was that? That I had put. Uh, there's a lot. Someone who you had like we spoke about. Um, we spoke. Oh, Britney Spears. Oh, there we go, <laughs> Britney Spears. Like. That I was like, like back in the day. That I'm learning a whole lot of things about you on this podcast. I know you're a Yeba girl. No. Um, Adele, I'm well, learning. I think because Adele hasn't released in a while, you probably haven't spoken about yeah. it in recent years. No, can I tell you, when when she posted about the new song, my first year mate from Rez DM me on um, Instagram and said, did wow. you see? That is how... because. Uh, in first year, we were jamming to 19 and yes, 19. And it was, wow. that was, that was my album. Like, <laughs> I'm also a, Liz, a big Lizzo fan. Oh, but like, I can, must I name everyone? I will, I'm willing to fight people. I don't know who. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys, please don't trigger Idu on the internet because she will fight. <laughs> I just want to say the difference I between Idu and I is that she has the patience to engage in all the internet fights um so don't Absolutely. don't don't engage. i never instigate i never start yes no you don't instigate start. you just have the but patience to retaliate to respond absolutely yeah. all so, day every day I'm for just, my faves <laughs> all the time i don't know Lizzo, <laughs> hey, i've never heard the <laughs> song i've never seen her face i don't know who that is but i'm no not i love you don't know Lizzo. you don't I know don't. her face i d- but do you know this you about know me you know this Lizzo. about me. Like I'm gonna I'm Google gonna her right it. now. I'm Googling her now as we speak, but I'm like, you know this about me. Have I ever said the word Lizzo before today? Probably Lizzo. not. 
Okay, I see Lizzo. Never seen her in this my life. like my ultimate fave. She is my ultimate fave. Yeah, Do you no. know Doja Cat? I've heard of Doja Cat, yes. People talk Dua about Lipa. Doja Cat. Ba? Those are also faves. Dua Lipa, I've seen a music video of hers because I was in a meeting where it was played. Okay. Is Dua Lipa a fave? I, I would like have never known. Yeah, but you don't give those vibes. When do you ever talk about Dua Lipa <laughs> and Lizzo? Oh, well, I, 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 I speak, talk about Lizzo all the time. No ways. But Lizzo, not to I me. talk about Lizzo all the time. When have you ever told me about Lizzo? Never. And it, well, I speak to you no, enough. No, but I post about Lizzo. I post about Lizzo all the time. Where yesterday. did you post about oh. Lizzo? On Twitter. <laughs> exactly. I think the, the question answers itself, ma'am. <laughs> it's like you no. telling me that you posted okay, something on TikTok. Know. Of course I don't know. Okay, another fave is Billie Eilish, but this oh. this I know exactly. And, See, we've had that conversation. Um, Billie Eilish and Finney and, and and her brother and Phineas. Phineas. We've had that conversation a hundred times. This I know. Yeah. And great news, Phineas released his debut album today. What? So, okay, you know, I need to listen to that because I think Phineas is yeah. a genius. <laughs> I actually think Phineas is, is a genius. genius. You know, while we're talking about music, I realized the other day. And I think it's because we're having a conversation with my siblings um, that I I don't typically listen to music for leisure. Like I'm not like, ooh, you know, even though oh, okay. of the two of us, we tend to think I'm more the music one, um, which I am. I mean, I enjoy the mm-hmm. art, I enjoy the craft, but I realized, um, I think it's because my sister was asking me like, what kind of music do I typically listen to? And then my brother answered, oh, everything that has to do with Jesus. <laughs> and I'm like, first of all, don't characterize me. Don't box me. Let me answer for myself. But yeah. I realized that mm-hmm. I typically listen to music for the purposes of worship. Like I'm listening to it as I worship because I, I'm, also, mm-hmm. I'm not the kind of person who likes to have music in the background. I like to have thinking space. So when I'm in the car, I'm listening to talk radio Recently, I've started to listen to a podcast oh, okay. in the car when I do a long drive or something, talk radio, mm-hmm. or it's off. Um, unless I want to engage oh, in the radio. Is off. Yeah, I'd, that's how much okay. I value silence. Like if I feel like I've had a crazy day and I'm driving back from work or whatever, sometimes I just need it to be off so I can think and I need the silence for my brain to work. <laughs> that's just how it is. I'm like, Someone like my brother who constantly has music in his ears, like whether he's eating, dreaming, playing PlayStation, <laughs> whatever he's doing, he always has music on. And I feel I'm like, I get anxious on his behalf because I feel like he's overstimulated. So, but that's a whole other conversation. Why I'm saying this is because when I realized that my, per- what my purpose for listening to music is, I understood why that my choices for music are what they are. So I'm like, that mm-hmm. makes sense that I haven't, like, I've never really diversified. I mean, I listen, I love John Legend. That's something that my dad and I mm-hmm. bonded over since I was young. And I like, like, solely, you know, I, I like certain kinds of music, but I don't listen to music enough to discover it. So I need people to make recommendations. And then I'm going to purposefully make an effort to listen to it, which okay, I know is such an interesting thing and recently this might as well be what's happening in my life as well guys this is we're here (laughs) but recently um 
someone in the office introduced me to um to an artist called sleeping at last i don't know if you've heard of mm-hmm. him <gasps> he's perfect like you need to listen i don't know if you'll enjoy him because i don't know when are you the ballad girl for oh, yeah boo. no, no, <laughs> no i'm not, not i'm not limiting I, i'm not I boxing enjoy, you <laughs> yeah i i enjoy um like pop music what's popular at the time that's what mm. I, i'm not okay that we but also, like, but I also have like die hard i've you know i'm a die hard fan of certain people and i'll enjoy whatever they produce whatever they bring out i think that's also just part of my personality that I'm i was gonna loyal. say exactly that so. i was gonna say that <laughs> that sounds like a very intimidating thing i actually this morning so i did listen to the adele song because everyone posted about it which is very unlike mm-hmm. me when everyone's posting about something or when everyone's watching something I'm like usually the first to turn a blind eye. But then I was like, guys, let me give Adele. First, I was shook because I'm like, just the other day, the news was there's talks of Adele possibly releasing an album. Then I was like, okay, she's definitely releasing. And then I was like, is it all out today? What's happening? But I realized that it's just a single. And I listened to it this morning when I was showering. And I'm like, look, she is consistent with her sound. You know what I mean? Like, you're going to get what you came here for. Um, exactly. and, I, and I appreciate that about yeah, her assignment. Then, then while I was on this wavelength, let me tell you my morning. Then I was like, he just been going on about Yeva's new album. Let me listen to it. I didn't get through all of it. Um, mm-hmm. but I gave. That oh my gosh, you must listen morning. to Paranoia Purple. Oh my word! I don't word. think I got there. I don't think I got there. That is the last song in the album. Yeah, I didn't. You must there. listen to the album in order because it tells a story. I did and the last to song it. on the album. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Guys, it loves you. Another after this, <laughs> my Yeba fave will always be in my mind. Really? Oh, yeah, that's that's it. Yeah, it is. I'm about to mind. lose. <laughs> that's it. Like. That's yeah. That's, I really enjoy Evergreen. That was the first song. Oh, I, ever I heard. really oh, like Evergreen as well. Evergreen. But my mind mm-hmm. number one. Um, but after this album, Paranoia Purple is a, and I also really enjoy Louis Bag. And okay, I'm gonna list the whole album. So I was enjoy, gonna say, I, I enjoy it. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna listen to Paranoia Purple after this. Give it a try. See, no, I appreciate the album. No. I but I started, but now you've made it clear that the climax is paranoia purple. No, just go with the order. You will get there eventually. Don't skip. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're asking for too much. <laughs> okay, okay. Listen. What what I want to say is you're asking for too much at this point in time. Um, but yes, guys, I guess that is what's going on in our world, in our minds, in our hearts, and all those good things. It's it's all the jams. <laughs> music sleeping at last i highly recommend okay sleeping at it's very emotive can i tell you what it is Mm -hmm. right i realized when i started listening to it is that a lot of it um is a soundtrack for like gray's anatomy episodes as well and you know the kind of that gray's plays like you know i don't Mm -hmm. describe it like you know i just need to say it's on Mm -hmm. gray's and you already know the vibes and so i listen to it when i'm studying or whatever and then it gives me those grace feels. You know the feels that you get? <laughs> a great, like it gives me those feels. And I love because I feel like I'm experiencing grace without experiencing grace. But apart from that, even all the other like music that he makes that it hasn't been on grace at this point in time. I love his sound. I love his vibes. He has an Enneagram album. 
I don't know if it's an album oh, or whatever, wow. but he has a song for the ones, a song for the two. So he's that he's that kind of an artist. Then he has one called okay. um, Senses. So he has a song about hearing and seeing. And yesterday I was listening to the one on sight. Oh my word. Like, he, I, I think sensual okay, so really is the like word I want to use. Yeah, and brilliant. Okay. Oh, you just was my heart. <laughs> at last. Someone at the office recommended you. Okay, I'm going to, what must I start? I'm like. You can start with Saturn. I'm There's a song called now. Saturn. Okay. And then listen to your Enneagram 5 song and tell me if you feel like it tells you what it needs to do. Um, okay. And then, yeah, you can do I was even listening because yesterday I listened to someone else's playlist on Apple Music, someone else's Sleeping at Last playlist because I feel like everything is like an EP or a single or whatever. So I just wanted a compilation. And then there's an album where he does covers. So him singing like other people's songs and I was just a ball of like emotion but it carried me through my paper so i'm currently writing a research paper and that's all i listened to last night and i'm almost done <laughs> so the lot is good so, so good. listen to yeba listen to sleeping at last listen to just <laughs> the music i i'm sure people are very shocked people who are going to hear this episode are going to be like wow <laughs> this is what happens in these people's lives yeah welcome 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 so today we have a little bit of an interesting or maybe a conversation that is different to the conversations we have had in in, in prior episodes right um and so let me give you a backstory yeah you're getting to know us today one thing about us you're getting to know us today um one thing about us Ito and I and I don't know when we discovered that we had a mutual love for this show, but I think it was sometime I in lockdown. Um, yes. It's crazy because I was watching it and then when I spoke to you about it, I realized that you had been watching it. But Ito and I, I don't want to, I, I think obsessed is maybe not the word to use for you at this stage. <laughs> I think you're a little, you're not there anymore. But we love Married at First Sight. I know. So yes, we love married at first sight and we have been watching it for the past couple of seasons we are particularly watching um the american one because i know there's an australian one i don't know if you've watched any of the australian episodes either i've watched i think a few episodes of one season um but maths america what a wild <laughs> concept right like Very wild. Very what's wild. wild to think about is the idea of of, of an arranged marriage in a 21st century context and it's not even like you know i think it was last year when um i don't remember what the name of that show on 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 or on netflix the indian matchmaking i don't know if it was called indian matchmaking but that matchmaking show on netflix i think we still expect arranged marriages to happen in contexts like that but with maths in particular it's literally the everyday person deciding that I'm going to actually do this. And I think that's the wildest thing in the world. I think that um, that the fact that they, they get experts also um, matchmaking them, I think, I actually don't know what I would prefer, whether I would prefer that route or the cultural route in that um, getting your family or, you know, or yeah. community to matchmake you. I don't actually know. I think, let me maybe first ask you, would you be brave enough to submit yourself to the process, whatever the process looks like of an arranged marriage, uh-huh. be it experts or be it I would, community? 
I would if I have an out. If I can. <laughs> <laughs> what what does the out look like? So not to your standard. Like if I, you see that's why like I yeah, so with Married at First Light, for those that have never watched Married at First Light, actually, uh, so it's a show where um as we've been explained, um yeah, singles, um they said that they really would like to be arranged um and match made with uh, a significant other and there's experts there's three experts on the on the show mm-hmm. so one is uh, i know dr professor sexologist and then there's pastor carl and then dr viviana i'm not sure what her special is a but these experts marriage and family therapist oh yeah marriage and family therapist and so these experts get to know the individuals and then they match them with people they think they would you know mm-hmm. get along with Mm-hmm. So I think that uh, a concept like marriage at first sight, because after, is it eight weeks mm-hmm. where they, they have, have an decide. option to, yeah, they have to decide whether they want to stay in the marriage or not. Mm-hmm. So an out like that for me mm-hmm. is what I would prefer compared to the cultural um, aspect where it's a marriage is done deal. You know, there isn't a, uh, uh, probation period where mm-hmm. after a certain amount of weeks they ask you are you happy are you still satisfied mm. so um yeah I think though like that's why I'm asking you what kind of an out because either way so when I first started watching Married at First Sight um, these people literally meet at the altar guys like it's not a joke they actually people <laughs> apply thousands and thousands of people apply and they do I think like one state a state per season basically or a city whatever Mm -hmm. but they do a state per season so this season they're doing um houston right um so people singles from that state or that town or whatever they apply and then they get taken through a very rigorous vetting process right like it is rigorous they have gazillions of questionnaires and all this stuff and 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 I've learned this by watching like reviews on the show and things like that, um, listening to interviews outside of the actual show. But people literally apply, and then the it's up to the experts based on the information that you've given them to decide on whether or not they think you would be matchable, and then whether or not they think the person who would be matchable to you is one of the applicants. So at the end of it all, mm. I think they're now at five. Um, five couples so they do five males and five females so it's 10 singles that they then match at the end of it all so initially I used to think that obviously they're not like legally married I would think they're doing this for the sake of the show that's the only way that after eight weeks they can opt out but mm. they actually sign yeah, on the dotted line like they're as married as married can be so much so that after the eight yeah. weeks when the show gives them the opportunity to decide whether they want to stay or leave they actually have to file for divorce like mm-hmm. <laughs> you actually legitimately have to file for divorce and so that's why I'm like Khotswana. for me it's the same thing it's that in the one instance the show gives you an opportunity or they ask you the question but you still have yeah. to file for divorce whether if it's your family or cultural tradition or whatever they don't necessarily come to you and say are you all right so you don't feel like you have an opt-out clause but I feel like it's the same because either way you have to like involve the authorities I think you do. I don't mind involving no authority. I really don't mind involving authorities. My mm. thing is that having that opportunity to say this is not working. Whereas if it's it's just your family, like just a traditional arranged marriage, like I, you know, I, I don't know if 
I don't know how long I would um, be willing to to try it out. You know, after mm. if it's not working after eight weeks, if that's still too soon to tell. You know, I would exactly. still have the hope maybe after a year, maybe after however. But with the show, it gives you an out after eight weeks. You're like, you know what, this is not working for me, <laughs> and then you're gone. And it and because it's it's the way the show is designed, I think it would be an easier decision to make mm-hmm. than if it's just me at home <laughs> with my Do you think it's possible though, Do you think it's possible to know enough in eight weeks? I think it's possible to know enough in eight weeks if this is not for you. Mm-hmm. I think that it, within eight weeks, you can still... It's, I think it's possible to think that it can work Mm-hmm. And then maybe a year later, realize that, you know what, it actually isn't, or I don't know. But I think it's possible within eight weeks to know that I I just, you know, it's not, it's not going to work. It's I don't, yeah. I'm not attracted to this person. There's no connection. There's no vibe. Yeah. I think, I think, so personally, I don't. Would think, you do? Yeah, that was what I want to answer, that I personally don't think I have the guts to do that. <laughs> I do not have the guts to, I don't even know, like, ideally, in my mind, I think um, I could take recommendations from friends in the sense that, oh, this person is a nice guy, you know, mm-hmm. you should get to know him, I think, you know, um, I think I, I value the the opinion of people who know me and know me well enough, the mm-hmm. people who, you know, and have my best interest at heart, I think I value their opinion in that regard, so as far as someone making a recommendation saying, mm, I think, you know, you guys might, I think I can, I can still do that, but mm. I have no capacity to meet someone at the altar. <laughs> I have no capacity to meet this person on the day that we are agreeing to forever. I like, and I think a big thing for me, if I'm being entirely transparent is trust and like, mm. yeah, I don't know. Hey, <laughs> I, I don't I, my big thing is my big thing is also also I forgot to mention that I would never do it on TV though never no, ever I don't think no I would do how it much they are. in whatever circumstance I would never no I would I, I I think I would enter an uh, arrangement like married at first sight if I would just never do it if it's televised that's just a huge invasion of my privacy uh-huh. and I'm big on privacy. But how does that then, so, how does your, like your, your trust, how does that make you like your trust issue go away? <laughs> it doesn't make my trust issue go away. But my thing is, I think that um, I would have trust issues regardless of how I meet the person because people change, you know, it's always that um, whether I, I've known this person for years or I just meet this person in the street or I meet this person in the altar. Like, I feel like people always put their best foot forward and you always have a certain perception of a person. Like even me as Itimelindigowe, I know that different people that know me have different perceptions of me. That's true. And not, and so I think that, and, and, Oftentimes, people have the perception that you allow them to have if mm-hmm. it's people in your life. Um, so I think that, which is, it's a, <laughs> it's a sad thing to say, but I think that regardless of how the relationship started, I think there would always be this element of 
trust issues mm-hmm. and and it will definitely like manifest in different ways because now if I'm meeting this person for the first time in the out at the altar and the it'll be different from if I've known this person for years. But I think that the result can can be the, can same. Be the same. People that, can change on you. Like you're right. Yeah. Which and which you already know that's my biggest fear in general like yeah. <laughs> about getting married <laughs> to someone and then I think I know you and oh my gosh you know things you know we're fine like we, we we've got this and then tomorrow you switch up on me and then I'm like left shooken you know that's 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 my biggest fear of like traditional not traditional but like typical how marriage not you know traditional marriage models yeah. where you've known the person you've dated them and then now you're at a place where you've decided that you're gonna get married and spend the rest of your days together already that freaks me out tomorrow this person can wake up and then one plus one is no longer two you know it's a whole different yeah. ball game so my fear is even like more so when I think about the idea of an arranged marriage because I think of how like I'm not making the decision based on my judgment of this person's character, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I, I'm not, I'm not assessing things um, through my framework and through my lenses, you know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm leaving this process entirely up to someone else. And, and I feel like we have different, like non-negotiables, but also different, um, Oh, you can live with this whereas I'm like I'm not living with that do you know what I mean and I'm too scared that but I, I mean they, would you not well you are able to tell the the, the experts what your non-condition your non-negotiable um, conditions are and what your preferences are you know you can always tell them I think 1000% but you and I watch the show so we know how many times this happened where people like I said I don't want this you know, and, and it's things that the yeah. experts feel like it's superficial or they can live you know, with, yeah. You can survive with this. But we also see this I, person as a bigger you But I okay, maybe um my okay, bottom line of what I'm trying to say is that every fear I have with arranged marriages, I feel like can materialize in traditional marriage models because even in um, meeting someone and getting to know them, they can be certain non-negotiables mm-hmm. and that and then they and they develop the things at a later stage. For example, mm-hmm. getting married to someone like Jeannie Mai and her ex-husband, mm-hmm. when they got mm-hmm. married, they had agreed that they don't want kids. Mm-hmm. And then like 10 years down the line, the husband now wants kids. Mm-hmm. And the marriage had to end because Jeannie Mai still did not want kids, whereas mm-hmm. he really wanted kids. Mm-hmm. And so I think that because people change and people grow so much, um, you know, what with with married at first sight, it's um, what I'm experiencing at that moment, as in getting to know this new person and um, finding out that this person, some of the characters are his characteristics are things that I would consider non-negotiables and things that I personally wouldn't have chosen for myself mm. are things that can develop ten years into a traditional marriage model I agree with you you, so I for me it's the same (laughs) you know why you know why it's not the same for me and I think um again I feel like I'm in therapy but I think that um 
it's probably a control thing. I want to know that yeah. I made the decision having all the information mm-hmm. that I had, you know, because I feel like if I were yeah. to get into a marriage of that nature where I didn't necessarily, I mean, I, may, I would have made the decision to be in an arranged marriage, but I didn't make mm-hmm. the decision that this person is my husband. You know, those decisions yeah. would have been made for me. I think when things would go wrong, the immediate thing in my brain would be, yeah, but I didn't choose you anyway. Like you, I would, you would have never been my choice. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, of course I don't want that. Why did they choose this for me? You know, whereas Mm -hmm. if it's a decision that I've made for myself to say, this is the person that I want. I know all that I can, I guess, at this particular stage, because, you know, a person is always evolving and growing and, you know, there's, you'll never Mm -hmm. know it all. Um, Mm I think I feel a certain sense of, okay, but this is a decision that I've made. And so whether or not I want to live with it or deal with it, I feel that I, I, I think it makes me feel empowered that I made the decision, you know, and it affects the way that I show up in the marriage because as well, what happens in the show is, and something which I think is a little bit complex is that you meet this person for the very first time. So essentially they're a stranger, but in like mm. five minutes, they are your husband, you know so you are literally living in the tension of husband and stranger so what now Mm. you know like what the heck I think from um from watching various seasons and um seeing the successful marriages I think one what sets them apart is that a lot of the the couples that don't end up getting a divorce are couples that chose to um to develop a friendship first instead yes. of trying to act like a married to a married, married couple. from day zero yeah, mm. yeah from day zero but rather take time to get to know each other and develop a friendship and then you know mm. work on the marriage and take it from there yeah i think it's the scariest yeah. thing honestly just thinking about it like can you imagine going on honeymoon the day after you married this person that you've just met I think marriage in general is the scariest thing. So I, I, <laughs> I don't disagree with you. And you and I have these conversations <laughs> frequently. But I think this makes me feel even more anxious because like, I actually don't know you. Like, I think it just exacerbates mm-hmm. the fears that I already have about traditional marriage. You know, like, yeah, I already worry that you're going to switch up on me. And then I'm going to be like, <laughs> how have I not seen this? Um, yeah. But now, if I've actually married a strange, I mean, in the previous, this is, I think we're on season 12 now, or season 11, whatever. The previous season, Chris, let's like, <laughs> you know, this person <laughs> has decided that he wants to be married. And I mean, maybe this is a spoiler for those of you that are going to now want to go and, and, and watch it. But he literally got married and then he was a horrible husband from day zero like day zero. a horrible husband from day literally zero. day zero day minutes like literally like the first minute day he zero. was a horrible person you know where he was like oh i'm not attracted to her i wouldn't typically go for that and then he just continued to act out the rest of the eight weeks like next thing his ex fiance is pregnant or within the first few days of marriage guys like do you know what i mean and that already like already in the standard traditional marriage model the fears of that stuff happening, you know, that someone can lie to you. I think I just generally have fears that people can lie to me. I can think that you've presented yourself in this manner and then tomorrow you present yourself in a completely different manner. And I'm like, how have I not seen this? But now I don't I know what, you. Sure. Yeah. I think what um, 
gives me a little bit of comfort is the option for an out mm. because I'm just thinking of Chris and Paige that had they been okay if I were in Paige's shoes and um what happened to her and Chris happened to me unmade at first sight in that yeah. um arrangement it would be so easy for me to just leave like pack mm. my bags and leave mm-hmm. but if this was a man that I had chosen and fallen in love with and he mm. came back and was like my ex is pregnant with my child mm. I think it would be harder for me to leave mm. because someone I've fallen in love with it's someone that I know someone that I've chosen and you know and and I think that it would be like I've made, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't hold the vow that I make to a to a stranger to the heart to the same um yes, as the same responsibility as yeah. That's because that's why I, I feel like leaving an arranged marriage would be easier. <laughs> but I also think it. Depends, but I don't know. Eh? Um, it depends on how how like one views divorce, you know, um, yeah, which is a whole other conversation. Like mm-hmm. there are those people who have and I'm not going to say which people we are <laughs> I don't actually know that I know what person you are but the, we oh, can I have the conversation but I feel like you can know oh I think I can I deduce <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> anybody that knows me can deduce <laughs> there are those um so I'll just describe them as those ne? there are those mm-hmm. who like divorce as an option as an option as an option like you're going to Begazela, mm. no matter what the circumstance is, like divorce is just, it's a non-negotiable. So there are those mm. that take that that marriage. And I feel like those people tend to take the marriage decision that much more seriously because they, there is yeah. no out, you know, mm. there is no out. And then there are those who have circumstances which are permissible for, mm. for an out. For I think that's actually, mm. yeah, that's an interesting conversation that we can potentially have in this conversation if you if you're feeling up to it certain things we're actually having this conversation let me tell you last week um about uh-huh. deal breakers uh-huh. about personal oh, deal breakers oh, do you have many uh-huh. oh no not many not many i lie <laughs> sorry <laughs> i have many that's hilarious i don't have many i think i have one major one and then obviously there are little things but anyway so it, it, there are those, yeah, like I said, who divorce never going to happen. There are those who are more, you know, like permissive, whatever. And then there are those who are just like, look, if we divorce, we divorce. So I think based on where you fall on that spectrum, and I mean, I've just really grouped them into whatever, but it could be an even wider spectrum. Depending on where you fall, you like the decision about whether or not you could get into an arranged marriage is affected by that. Nabafetu, yes. let me tell you today, that self-awareness is one of the things that I, I pride myself in. Ne? And I know, uh-huh. I know that I want to know that I've made the decision for myself. And I also want mm. to know that if you switch up on me tomorrow, I'm blaming no one other than you and me, <laughs> you know, mm. because if it's a, and, and I also don't know that like something that I always think about when I'm watching the episodes is like, there's a degree of comfort that goes into being in a marriage relationship with someone, you know, um, these people are strangers. And then that very night they are sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> I don't know yeah. that I'm that flexible in life. <laughs> 
you know like i watch these these girls when they get out of their wedding dresses their husbands have to help them unzip and like <laughs> and i, I want to like cry <laughs> because i'm like why why do you trust this person why yeah how are you going to close your eyes think- next to them what if they're a serial killer Okay, I don't think that far, um, but I, I do I do agree that being comfortable around the person um, takes time. Yeah, I don't know. I guess people want marriage. But you know people what as well? Married. Something else that I've observed <laughs> mm-hmm. is that, so this season is a little different in that nine out of 10 people are over the age of 30. Only one person is in mm-hmm. their 20s. But typically, guys, it's not even like, old people that are on the show okay yeah age group and younger that are on the show Mm -hmm. and i'm like i think the last season um there were quite a number of young people i think the youngest was 26 yeah the last season was like youngins and i i I wonder like why (laughs) why is the thing that young people are doing do you think is the dating scene that bad? Yeah. Like, is that what? Like, I don't know what to attribute it to. What is it that people definitely? How do we also? I can't. So, this is a yeah. I'm saying one million things, but people are attached <laughs> are attached to the idea of a marriage outside of a person. So you'll take the marriage with whatever person. Person. Mm, mm. I don't know that I can wrap That's my mind true. around that. I think society has idolized marriage quite a lot. Mm. Um, And so I think, you know, it's so easy to feel like you are either missing out or you you haven't, you know, accomplished this one thing Mm. um, when you are unmarried. That is actually very true. I think I do actually Mm. think, I hadn't thought about it until you've just mentioned it that it's actually just an idealization of marriage. Yeah. And maybe idealization yeah. is a little bit of a harsh word, but I think it's this, the, the, the desire for the white picket fence, you know, that life. Um, and mm-hmm. also, and I think we may have spoken about this in a previous um, episode about how, um, about the, the fact that like, there's this overemphasis on, oh, you know, you're going to meet your husband, you're going to be a wife and ha ha ha, you mm. know, all this waiting and all this crazy things. And I think because there is that hyperemphasis in society, people will trust someone else to make that decision for you. Guys, I know I can be indecisive, but... What? I wonder, I think it's, it's such an interesting consideration. Like, I wonder what... At what level do you do you agree to go into an arranged marriage? I don't. Like married at first sight. <laughs> like is it is it that is it because dating is hard and you haven't? Oh, I don't know actually. Like, is but it, also if dating is hard, you, you do. Why would you want to take a chance at marriage? Do you know what I mean? Like if you're, <laughs> if you're failing in the dating season, but, what makes you think you're going to get it right? Because I feel like with marriage, okay, what I've heard from quite a lot of the participants in married at first sight is that. Um, they're happy that they they have been paired with someone who they know wants to be married, you know? So True I think story. if you, your dating experience is 
um, maybe people who are immature, people who aren't ready to settle down uh, or get married, and you really want to get married, I think feeling like, okay, let me be partnered up with someone who wants the same things as me, who who is ready for marriage, who wants to build, who's to, you know, to start a family. But again, that um, doesn't so, make sense to me that, Okay, first of all, I think we've spoken about this as well, about how do you measure readiness for marriage other than, okay, I guess maybe people just decide that I'm ready, this is what yeah, I want. Yeah, or desire, the desire. Because like then if you also, are, let's say you... Yeah, if you are. No, you can go. Um, I was going to say, if you are constantly dating people who who aren't ready to, to settle down, as in they are voicing that they aren't ready to settle down. They mm. they are saying they don't want to get married right now. If that is your dating experience, feeling like, okay, let me get partnered up with someone who does want to, who is very sure that they want to get married to the extent that they would go to um, a show like Married at First Sight and say, I want to get married, a partner up with someone who wants to get married. Does that mean so I think that the only condition is that the person must want to get married? That all other conditions no, okay, they're there, but well, they, they, they share their conditions. They obviously like they share their conditions um, and desires with the experts. That's why they have such a long um, interview process where the experts go and actually meet their families. They go mm-hmm. and they they um, see where they live. So mm-hmm. so you will have all these requirements. So um, and the cherry on top is that this person you know for a fact that this person wants it or you think you know for a fact that's another thing is that you think we saw from chris that he didn't really want to get married and many others Um, i think like i think we all the idea of marriage is something that many of us think we can handle like the idea but i think Mm. there is a mess and you don't know that you can handle it until you're in it because you daily have to handle exactly so that can happen in a traditional marriage situation where you think you want to get married and you think you are ready for this and then you get married and you were like, wait a minute, <laughs> I don't think I want this. Oh, I, don't, so, I think, I think how I think about it is that, and I guess like, yes, dating, we can say, quote unquote, prepares you for marriage or whatever. But I'm like, if the dating scene, yapala, and I typically believe that like it takes two to tango, you know, even though you might be mm-hmm. dating crappy people who show out and do weird <laughs> things and then you end up being single. I think, I ultimately think you also had a part to play in that. So mm-hmm. signing up for marriage at first sight because you don't want to be in the dating scene and it's hard, but you want to be married does not make sense to my brain. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? In this area, also I'm speaking a lot of Sutu to everybody who is not Botswana, to everybody who's not of the languages. But if it's hard here, like why do you have the audacity to marry a stranger? <laughs> when I it's hard to date you think you that know. The ex- maybe maybe they think that the experts are actually experts and they will be m- matched with the quote unquote perfect person who matches everything that they desire. Because like mm. it's like going on a on a dating app. You on the dating app, you're able to choose your preferences. You're able to choose the height of the person you want, the race of the person you want, the profession, where they live, all those things. So it's like um, 
you you have your like you you can voice your your desire your preference your your non um non negotiables you can voice that and you trust that the expert will choose someone who matches what you want. Yeah, I think I think it's, yeah. <laughs> you have to trust the it is a tr- your issue. <laughs> I don't know that I'm trusting about- nobody yeah. to make that decision on my behalf. So my issue is definitely trusting the next person to make a decision on my behalf. I think maybe actually Idu, I might be more comfortable with the idea of people who know me making that decision. So, but I also don't know that I would be comfortable with it being a marriage. Like not yeah, that makes deciding sense. who I'm gonna marry. <laughs> yeah. Um, but if I, I if I did have to choose an option of an arranged marriage, it would have to be a decision made by people who are very close to me. Yeah, that makes sense. I my only worry is that I don't know if there is someone that I feel like knows me well enough mm-hmm. to to same as you like to decide who I get to marry. Mm-hmm. Um, unless we, it's probably planned like where I sit down and I tell them exactly what I want, which I think is also. Um, not really reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, because there know. are no perfect people. You're not gonna want exactly. Yeah, so either way, either whether it is the experts or it's my family, like or and or friends, the the person will still need to um, make their own judgments. You know, because obviously yeah. I'm not gonna find someone who takes every single thing that I want. Very so true. they're going to have to make judgments on what is what can it to live with, whether it's the experts or it's people that know me. Mm. What are you not willing to live with? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you mean? So how must we know if we're making a decision for you? I was never ready for this question. <laughs> do you know and you're shy or you don't know? Um... I know and I'm shy. <laughs> you do one kind of thing. Oh, oh, not, I'm, not, I'm not shy. I, I haven't formulated my thoughts in a way that I'm ready to share them on the podcast. Are you sure? Maybe you tell me what... <laughs> what do you mean? I feel like maybe you're overthinking um, it. Of course I'm overthinking it. That's my brand. How can you perhaps try not to overthink it? <laughs> Okay, maybe if you share what you are trying to live with, and then I will, it will give me the courage to share. <laughs> so I guess this is the same as my deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's asking the same question twice. Um, yeah. One big thing for me, and uh, maybe this for some people, it's of course it's a given, but infidelity, like there's no mm-hmm. coming back from that. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not like. <laughs> I don't foresee a condition where I could come back from infidelity and be like, okay, like I, mm. <laughs> I, I don't, I was sharing yeah. with, we we're having a conversation last week with certain people and I was like, if, so let's say I'm dating this person, nah, let's say we're not married mm-hmm. yet mm-hmm. and, um, or we're not married because who knows yet is a bit, you know, jealous. Mm-hmm. But we're not married and we're dating and then, um, I find out of this person's infidelity. Nah. So mm-hmm. the only way that him and I are going to discuss this is if he's bringing this information to me. 
we're going to discuss it, but it's over. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not discussing to save the relationship. He's going to come and <laughs> yeah. tell me, your this and this happened. It's it's already over. Like thank you for you know coming. Thank you. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. If somebody else brings me the information <laughs> and you say nothing, you'll never hear from me again. <laughs> <laughs> like it, it was nice knowing you that's that mm-hmm. they, we don't need closure mm-hmm. we don't need like if let's say you come to me and say mm-hmm. hey when mutahal this and this and this and the other mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. it like that's where the bug stops yes mm-hmm. so depending mm-hmm. on who reaches me with the information first we'll decide whether or not we'll determine whether or not him and i have the actual parting conversation but I, mm. I also, I, I believe so strongly in this, that we will have the conversation in advance, like, mm. that I mm. don't force, I, we've already spoken about how trust is such a big thing for me. I don't know how I can yeah. master up the ability to trust you mm. again after you mm. have broken it that badly. Like, and, and, and I, I also think like, it's a massive um, revealer of, of, of self-control you know, because ultimately yeah. any decisions yeah. that have to be made for things to get to that point, you know, yeah. and I'm not downplaying it. I'm not saying it's so easy to get, I don't know, but I'm saying there are many decisions that need to be made. And if I can't trust you to control yourself and respect mm. me in the process, I like, <laughs> and I know I would be a horrible partner no, after that. Sense. So what's the point? <laughs> I know I'm going to exactly. be horrible. I know I'm going to be insecure. I know I'm going to make you feel like trash. I know like, I know nothing is going to settle me after that, you know, mm. and maybe I'm downplaying the ability, the supernatural ability of the Lord to give me the strength. But I don't, I don't foresee that being able, like being possible for me. That's so that's mine. Okay. Like I'm in a marriage, like forget it. The only conversation, like in a marriage, if we have children, the only conversation we're having is I'm taking the kids. Are you staying in the house or am I like, <laughs> we don't need like, I can need the, Oh no. Like, if you're not sorry like don't mm. like like we're we'll just thank you it was nice knowing you mm. that's yeah that's where anything I'm at. else that's your one that's my one. big primary one i can't think of any other ones i, I mean i'm sure they're there but none yeah. comes to the top of my mind right now i think um for me i have two sets of deal breakers Mm-hmm. Um, yes, when a for... girl you formulated your thoughts, now it comes in sets. We love to see it. <laughs> I have um, a set of deal breakers for um, for divorce, mm-hmm. and also another set of deal breakers for um, like the type of person I would, or the situation that would never lead to marriage. Yeah, okay. It's, That's um, nice. Like I'm dating someone, or I like someone, and some of these things pop up, I will never marry that person. Mm. Um, so for my divorce deal breakers, same as you, is infidelity. Like, I, there's no need. No. <laughs> there really is no need. No. Why are we doing this? No. Um, yeah, and, and same as you, that I, I can't imagine myself coming back from that and being healthy, you know, being no. in a healthy state of mind. and state No, of we're wasting medical aid. Be- we really will be avoiding medical aid (laughs) and um yeah and then the second and the the second major one is feeling unsafe Mm. 
mm, around mm-hmm. the person or unstable around the person. Yes, um, we, we've I've had this conversation this about that, stability on the podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> and also another thing is that I, um, like I struggle with anxiety. So I know what it feels like to be anxious mm-hmm. and I can't imagine being anxious in my own home with my with my husband around ah. you know um so yeah I, I need you not to be the source of my anxiety yeah because be that of, that is that is yeah that is just so horrible I can't imagine a life like that where you are whether it's um physical abuse emotional abuse financial abuse you know like any yes. any sort of misuse and abuse of me and our family and our space. Mm. I just I can't. I, I, I it wouldn't be healthy and wise for me to stay in that situation. Mm-hmm. And then your other set yeah. that would not lead to marriage. I will. Oh, <laughs> you didn't I'm share asking. Your other set. I don't know that I have another set. Do you clearly said you have another set? I don't know that. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Let me think. You see, I didn't formulate my thoughts for this one. <laughs> I mean, you're allowed to say I'm asking for too much, and then that's okay. Um, I will share a few. I will share a few. Okay. Um, obviously, um, you know, our faith must align. We must yes. believe in the same. Okay, me too. You know, and, I'll tell you and, which ones yeah, I Yeah, prioritize. Okay. Um, prioritize um, the same. Oh, yeah, have the same priorities. You know, we can both be Christian. The and exact same. Still not have the same priorities. Yeah. No, not the, ex- the exact same, but um not contradicting like aligning yeah yeah they must align yeah okay our faith must align and um second is um uh, yeah i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i need to formulate my thoughts i need to formulate my thoughts we were actually having a conversation before recording about how it takes me such a long time to formulate my thoughts. And I feel like this is the perfect example, this is the example. to what I was saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that it takes me a while to formulate my thoughts. Um, it might I, be okay if you don't, if you haven't formulated your thoughts on the rest of the stuff. Yeah, I haven't, formu- I haven't formulated my thoughts enough. Okay, that's fair. But I, I, feel- and, and I think um, the same core values, yeah. Let me say exactly the same because a lot of the other things, um, there are things that I expect us to have the same stance mm-hmm. on. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. And mm-hmm, yeah. So core values, we don't, they don't all have to be the same, but I do have a set of non-negotiable core values that need to be the same. So whoever's arranging a marriage for you. <laughs> I, think be easy. I think that makes it easy. That makes it so easy. But that's exactly why like it can't be experts because what if they're not asking the right no, questions? But, no, but I can tell them. Like and there's certain things, I I really I I think I trust the experts more because um there's certain that's why unless if it's a friend or family that knows me, we actually have a sit-down conversation and discuss this. Mm-hmm. Because if it's just someone that you happen to know and you're like, oh, I think you guys would get along, um, 
and not and not get along as date, but actually get along and you have to get married, like an arranged marriage situation. Mm. I think that um, in that situation, I would trust experts more because in my mind, I think that experts do more work in ensuring that they get to know exactly what I want and going ahead and finding what it is that I want. Whereas wow. with whereas with friends or family where it's not it's something that happens by chance I think not as much thought is put into it Mm, I think we just I think no I get what you're saying I think Mm -hmm. while I agree with you that the experts will put in a bit more work I think that nothing can take away from life that you've lived with people Mm-hmm. so while I can write down all this stuff and I feel like sometimes you know someone will ask you something about yourself and you have to think you're like mm, I don't know and typically I know this about our relationship is if I'm uncertain about a question that someone has asked me about myself I'll ask you um uh-huh. what do you think this and this and this and this and this right and usually because an you've done is- life with me you have some level of understanding yeah mm-hmm, an example. I think I have some level of understanding of the type of person you are. So I think that I would be able to match someone else with you. But you don't know if they would be, okay. Yes, like the the examples that, I've always had this idea of the type of person you would be attracted to. And (laughs) recently, what I had in mind, What I had in mind was completely different. Yeah, no. You know, I'm so glad we I, I I'm glad we had a clarifying conversation <laughs> because yeah. So I think if someone if I was talking to someone else and they were like, "This is what I'm looking for," and I feel like, "Oh, I know the person," which is Rebillo, and I could whereas they compared to you telling me what you want, unless I know that the other person that person just exactly as well as well as okay. well as I know you. I get that. Yeah. I get that. Which is hard to know both people that well, you exactly. know. Like, yeah, I get, I, I get that. I, I don't think I'm trusting anyone to make that decision on my behalf, <laughs> honestly. But I feel like the way that life is set up, I don't even know if I totally have full trust in myself. You know, it's when I say That's I true. do, I will. There, there's a degree of trust in myself and the person, but there's a big degree of we're just winging it what must you can happen must you can happen you know it'd be what it'd be trusting the lord like yeah ultimately it's trusting jesus that he will get us through whatever this union unearths because who even knows you know like who even knows and the kind of personality i am i like to know but you can't know everything in this instance like you just can't know everything and that freaks me mm. out. So arranged marriage is do yay or nay? Yay. <laughs> you are so yay. Yeah. It's a no from me, guys. It's an absolute. Wait, are we talking in general or for me personally? Yeah, for you. Oh, hectic. Do you have a different uh, answer like for generally general. or for you? Um, no, I probably not not a different answer. Yeah, yeah I don't mind. I don't mind I it for I the next person. <laughs> I don't mind it for the I next think I person. Would do. Oh, arrange, arrange marriage for the next person if you feel that you have what it, the capacity to handle that kind of. I don't like uncertainty. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> now I've nailed it on the head. Yeah. It's taken me this whole episode to process. It's the uncertainty <laughs> for me. So 
for the next person if you feel like you have the capacity to deal Wait, with okay. it really, cool. okay i get that yeah because i was about to ask do you do you feel that traditional dating i mean traditional marriage i'm not married to you and I i'm still, getting shocked like- when you're dating me I I'm not married to you I don't live with you I don't sleep in the same bed as you I don't but I I'm think that there will still be elements of shock there that's true but I think we get the big things out of the way you don't necessarily do you still have to I meet this like, person's family I'm, and you've said I do oh hell but no. my thing is that you've never the person you marry you would not you you, you would have never seen them as a father you would never you would not have seen them as you know going through financial stress or you know i just but I you may have you may have seen general. them at, yeah you may have seen okay, them you may have yeah but, so there's a possibility there that you can that you wouldn't have but there's that's certain fine. things that you would not have seen them but as, the degree of so possibility that, is greater in the traditional sense yeah, and of, that's of course that's all course. i'm leaning on <laughs> I, that's what i said like you I can't know everything Yes, to close us off. Yeah. <laughs> to close us off, all I'm saying is that I I think that the things that I would fear in an arranged marriage, I, I think I've said this already, mm. can can exist and materialize in a traditional marriage. And of course, the, in an arranged marriage, the possibilities are much higher. But I think that... I think that um, my preparedness i would be more prepared in an arranged marriage oh, for the shock to come <laughs> compared to in a in a in a tradition like imagine someone switching up on you after five years or after 10 years but imagine they don't switch up on you but imagine yeah that's all that's a possibility that they don't but and it's also a possibility that you get into an arranged marriage and it's you know, it's Diana and Greg. But I feel like I, I feel lady. that I feel like I the odds the, the odds are more on them not switching up on you once you've dated them than arranged marriage. You know, I, I don't know. Maybe I need I need better marriage examples <laughs> in my life because <laughs> people can switch up on you anytime. I agree, but I feel I, like arranged marriages can be a flop, and you it, the degree is higher for me on that. I, I think the devastation is higher in a love marriage. Yeah, you see, for you, it's devastation. For me, it's uncertainty. Okay, and that's, for me, it's that's, devastation. Yeah, and that's that on that. And a stranger switches up on me, Ibo. Go switch. As, but a stranger switches but up on you and then your husband. Uh-uh, no. It's fine. It's fine. Switch up. I will yeah, I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's uncertainty for me and devastation for you. We, we we found is, we found the root of the situation we, yes hallelujah <laughs> this was a great chat <laughs> this was a very interesting chat guys let us know what you think as well yes please do um you are welcome to dm us on instagram at tfc underscore podcast we really really love hearing from you and you can also re- leave a review on spotify or apple podcast mm-hmm. leave a review what you think of our podcast and um and as always you are so welcome to dm us any topic suggestions or any questions that you would like us to answer on the upcoming episodes um we really love hearing from you i love reading all the questions that we receive um but yeah that's it for this episode and we will see you guys next time
Bye. Bye.